Blog Talk Radio. Log Talk Radio and the world, and we got a friggin' jam switchboard, but that's how we do it. I don't know if that's because I got wags on or it's just because everybody loves me so much. Might be a combination. Vegas Fence Sales and Marketing behind the eight ball peeps. We got a we got a show tonight that might top the Warrior Form Roast gimmick I did last year. We got Steve Wags on, we're giving him the tough questions. This is not gonna be a Willie Crawford show. We're gonna ask him the questions that everybody else is afraid to. And in the meantime, we're going to take out some trash, too. Back at you in a minute. kicking my ass again I see that theme music just like to keep playing what's up everybody Vegas Men sales and marketing behind the eight ball the show that set the standard up in this joint for telling it like it is not the way you always heard it should be we've got the infamous or legendary Steve Wags whichever direction you want to spin it we'll be getting to him in a minute this is gonna be an interesting show before I get started, I got to do the sponsor information because it pays the bills. And I see we got a jam switchboard tonight. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm going to be taking calls or not, peeps, because it's hard enough just to uh, figure out how to turn the button on the music off. I'm not sure if I can do the switchboard, but I, I'll try at least on a couple calls here. Um, sponsor information: nine weeks in a row. We love these guys. Roscoe's Rib Shack on Redondo. Let me say it one more time. Roscoe's Rib Shack on Redondo, your number one source for everything barbecue, four locations, now offering free check cashing between the hours of midnight and 6 a.m. That's Roscoe's Rib Shack on Redondo, behind the pool hall in the corner of Lindsay Avenue and Redondo Drive. And as always, use due diligence when you're in that neighborhood at midnight cashing a third-party post-dated check. They do make a hell of a uh, Reuben sandwich, and they got some really tasty ribs. I love Roscoe's. I just bust their chops. What else? Florida is friggin' cold, people. I mean, this. I, I'm not. I'm not bitching about you know when it drops to 50, like these old people that come down here that die. You know when it drops to 50 and they pull their parkas out. I'm gonna tell you something. Florida's been down in like the high 20s. 
and I, I've got one of these, like, raggedy space heaters. It kind of reminded me of that time I was trying to give you guys some content-rich information, you people that own houses that are, like, upside down on the mortgage. And we were trying to come up, you know, with some mastermind on how you could burn the friggin' house down without going to jail. And I think I've come up with a solution because it's been so cold that I had to go into the back office and dig out one of these raggedy, old vintage space heaters, you know, the ones that you kind of plug in. It's got the frayed, tattered cord, and it makes that, you know, rickety, clickety, clackety sound. I'm going to tell you something, people. If you plug one of those in and just, you know, kind of conveniently leave your Sunday newspaper kind of dangling over it, I promise you, you come back the next day, your house will be a pile of rubbish. Just make sure you got the insurance hooked up. Again, this is kind of content-rich gold you don't get on other marketing shows. Willie Crawford wouldn't tell you guys that stuff. Anyway, um, what else here? Uh, well, this is a segment of the show where I'm going to take some trash out. Um, I'm going to start with this jerk-off on the Warrior Forum, this uh, Bravo 75, this dude who looks like he uh, drives the bus on the Simpsons, this friggin' moron. Hey, dude, you ain't even got a signature jerk-off. You want to come out and say, dork, like that's supposed to hurt my feelings? Let me tell you what your lady was calling me last night in room 217. She was saying, oh, God, don't stop, Benny. So before you decide to try to make a reputation off me, jerk off, when you ain't even got a signature, when you're hiding behind some bogus avatar taking shots at people, you better step back because you got no credibility trying to hijack my reputation. You know who it probably is? It's probably that Dave Bo coming back to haunt me. I ain't got no beef with you, dude. Keep my name out of your conversation because I'll slap the taste out of your mouth, punk. Moving along, some jerk off on the whatever his name is, Bravo 75, looks like Frank Zappa. Go smoke your bong, dude. Anyway. I'm going to get warm and fuzzy before it's over, but, you know, stuff like that bothers me. Wags, I see you online there. I'll get to you. This is my show. Anyway, um, the other thing I'm going to talk about real quick, because I don't want to give this guy much press, um, there was a big-time marketer put out an email a couple days ago that had a headline that was basically a play on child porn. It's pretty friggin' offensive. And I brought it up on the forum, and I didn't mention his name because out of respect, that's not my place over there. But the dude's name is Ryan Dice, and I'm going to call him out because, quite frankly, I think the guy ought to be ashamed of himself. And I think um, that as a marketer who has a child, there are certain things you just don't do. I don't think you do it as a human being, but to play a headline and spin it, with a nine-year-old girl in the context, and I'm not even going to read it because it gets me pissed off just thinking about it, but for a big-time marketer with a heavyweight reputation like Orion Dice to put out a piece of garbage like that, the guy should be ashamed of himself. He ought to apologize to his wife, his kid, and his list. I don't know what he's going to do because I've unsubscribed to it. I sit here and I wonder what thought process went into that email. And anybody who read it knows exactly what I'm talking about, because this guy is known for being one of the so-called gurus of email marketing. In order to, you know, get people to opt in, you write certain teaser copy. Well, when you put up a nine-year-old girl as your bait, you're a friggin' scumbag, dude. 
And I ain't afraid to say it. Everybody else wants to tiptoe around the friggin' tulips. I'll come out and call you a slime ball. Because that's what you are. If you got a problem with it, call your lawyer. I got him too. Anyway, let's move on to the fun stuff. Barterarbitrage.com. I got the link up there. Uh, we're finally ready to roll. Looks like Tuesday, Wednesday morning. I don't know, but it's this week. Finally, thank God, knock on wood. Wags doesn't know it yet. Wags, you're going to be mailing this thing too, buddy. Don't worry about the front-end money. Vinny needs that. I'll hook you up on the back end. That is assuming you sell anything over $7. This is a $297 product. should be more, actually. Uh, what else? Well, actually, I think that's it. Let's talk about Steve Wags. He's the uh, guest here tonight. I'm going to give you guys a quick little rundown. Steve Wags, controversial warrior. Some of you love him. Some of, them, uh, some of you all probably wish he would... Uh, you know, take a swim one night and not come back up. I mean, that's the way it is. But he is a, uh, you know, warrior that uh, is prolific, and uh, he's got the 14,000 posts to prove it, I guess. Um, Steve Wags, uh, basically the bioinformation that I have, uh, you know, the stuff you guys probably don't know, uh, raised by a single mom, worked three jobs. Uh, Dad was a professional prize fighter, also an alcoholic. Often use Steve as a you know speed bag. That's got to be tough. Uh, his brother George Pookie Wagenheim lost his leg in 1974 in a tragic bass fishing accident. Uh, sister in and out of reform school, um, and you know Wags. To be honest with you, from kind of what I'm gathering, kind of found solace in writing, and um, you know books were his friends and so forth, and that might explain. Uh, you know, why he is so prolific in terms of his ability to crank out more content in a day that I could crank out in four lifetimes. Uh, we're going to ask him how he does it. We're also going to go through the rumors and innuendo and questions that I've got, and we're going to hit all the tough questions here, peeps. So I'm going to see if I can bring Wags on. I don't have any issues with Wags. Like I said, um, you know, I mentioned last year that uh, – I thought Wags was a candidate to uh, literally pick up an Uzi and AK-47 and start pepper spraying down a post office. Uh, he was wound a little tight, you know, like long-tailed kitty in a room full of rocking chairs. But I think he's sense mellowed a little bit, but we're going to find out. I'm going to walk over here and see if I can get him online. And then I do have a caller here. What happened to my caller in the uh... – oh, there he is. Okay, I'm going to go with one caller, but hold on. Let me see if I can get Wags on here. And, Wags, the way we're going to do this, buddy, keep in mind this show is an hour, so I want your answers to my questions to actually be somewhat succinct. Um, I don't have a 12-day show here, bro. Hold on. Steve Wags, legend, are you on the line there, my brother? Can you hear me? Oh, my God. Um, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, do you really talk that way, dude? I thought that was like a gimmick. Is that really your voice? Yeah, that's really my voice, yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, Vinny, I love you, and I want to have your baby. <laughs> oh, sweet screaming. Uh, no, I can't. I can't do that, Waggers. Um, you're not going to do those breath exercises like you did on Crawford's show, are you? No, no, no. I'm I'm doing fine today. Are you? All right. Where are you at? You <laughs> calling me from Jersey? I am calling from New Jersey. That's correct. God, I'm sorry to hear that. All right. <laughs> that state should be one big friggin' parking lot. No offense, but, I mean, uh, I... I it's Jersey. I mean, there's another town like Toledo. If you want to go die, you go to Jersey. Um, listen, before I get into these questions for you, I appreciate you doing the show. I know you're not feeling good, 
and I know you're calling from a cell, but I think I can hear you pretty good. Um, I told people I've got a, a jam switchboard. I've got a couple callers. I'm just going to take them real quick um, that they wanted to ask you some questions real brief, and then I'll, then I'll go ahead and we'll do our thing, if that's cool with you. Vinny, anything you do is cool with me. All right, man. Here, let's see. I've got a number here. It looks like Alabama 30-something. You should be on the air there. Uh, you're talking to Vegas Benson, Steve Wags. Go ahead. Can you hear me? I can. What's up, bro? This is Clay Tipton. How are you? Steve Wags? Well, I, I don't really have a question. I just want to say I appreciate what Steve Wagenheim does on the war reform. And I'm just fed up with everybody always giving them a hard time. They, they always on them about it. Who do you think every time he posts time? It, Every time they post something, they get rid of his posts or ban him. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what Alan says is trying to say. Well, I don't think Alan says is the one responsible. But I don't know what Steve. What's up with that? Do you think that? Uh, do you think that there's an agenda against you that they hold you to a different standard, bro? No, no, not at all. Um, I mean, the truth is, I mean, you know, if I'm going to be really honest about this, I've pretty much deserved everything I've gotten. I mean, I have a pretty big mouth. Uh, my right. banning. I, I guess you're going to. Are you going to ask me about my banning, or you want me to I'm bring gonna it up I'm going to ask you about the banning later. But I think what this guy is saying is he's just saying overall that I guess that. For whatever reason, I don't know. Is that what you're saying, guy? That uh, that 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 Wags gets like singled out? Yeah, he gets singled out. He's always on him about something. He's just trying to help people. He writes probably the most helpful stuff on the forum. And he's always on him. Has he helped you? What do you do? Are you are you a marketer, sir? Are you what do you do? Well, I'm trying to do some article marketing. Okay. And it's Steve helped you with. I mean, some of his information has helped you. Well, he posts. 13,000 damn articles on there. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I, I I can't, you know, I don't really pay attention to the politics too much over there, so I can't speak for that, but apparently Wags thinks that it's justified. Is that what you're saying, Steve? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I, I, I get, look, you know what? I have a big mouth, and I know it, and I get what I, you know, what, what's coming to me. Okay. Well, do you got any other questions for Wags there, guy? What's your, I didn't even get your name. My name is Clay Tipton. Okay. Uh, I just want to say thank you for all your good information. I appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you. I really appreciate the kind words. All right, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll catch you on the rebound, bro. I appreciate you calling in. And um, I got another caller here we'll go to. Well, I guess she disappeared on me. If my 4-0-whatever uh, girl wants to call back, um, I'll get to her when she calls back. She must have gotten scared <laughs> off, I guess. Okay. All right, Wagner. Let's let's go. Let's go. I'm going to run down the questions here, um, and then I'm going to then I want to get your views on whatever you want to talk about. Now you got people on the warrior form. You get, you're looked at two ways. There's some people that say Steve Wags is like God on the form. You got other people who kind of liken you to like Dan Marino. You know, a guy that kind of padded his stats, ran up a lot of numbers, but never won the big one. I'm talking about the Dolphins quarterback. I don't even know if you watch football. I'm using oh no, I. Okay, so what, what do you, what, you know, in other words, you got people who say, well, Steve Wags got 13,000 posts, but much like a guy like Dan Marino, it looks good, but there's no substance to it. Do you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you say to that? Do you think your body of work speaks for itself? Well, you know, I'm going to actually probably disappoint both camps on this one. I'm just a regular guy. I right. like to go to the forum. Uh, I see, if I see people that have problems, have questions, I try to help them. That's it. Right. Uh, you know, a, a monkey can make 13,000 posts. 
I, I mean, you know, anybody who can type a lot can, can do that. I just try to be helpful. That's all. I don't make myself out to be some big hero or anything, and I you know, certainly don't think I'm an idiot. Right. I'm just a regular guy. Okay, so, that's a good answer. He, now, let me ask no, he, you this, because this, this one came up, and I grew up in the 80s, and you can come clean, because this is many. There are people that say... Because I'm going to be honest with you, I kind of work a graveyard schedule. I have seen you on the po on the forum at 8 in the morning. I've seen you on the board at 2 in the morning and 6 in the morning. Now, that would indicate to some people that perhaps, I'm going to be honest with you, for me to personally write 13,000 posts, I'd have to be jacked up on some good Yale, some good crystal or something. How do you do this? Are you doing this au naturel? Are you, because let's be honest with you, you're posting all this stuff, plus you're writing a ton of articles, uh -huh. That would indicate to me that you've either got good stamina, or you got some good coffee, or maybe something else. Um, well, actually, but well, it's very simple. By nature, I'm very hyperactive. Okay, so it's not I the Yale. You're not no, on no. powder. No, no, no. I don't. I don't have to take anything. I'm okay. just a very okay. hyperactive person. I can't. Okay. Oh, I think I have ADD. I mean, who the hell knows? I mean, I'm really, I'm out there. I got so you. I, I have to keep busy. If I don't keep busy, I go crazy. So I post on the forum. I write articles. I, I create. I don't create a product a day. I mean, really? I'm, All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's just, that's just who I am. It's, I got you. I got you. Or artificial stimulants. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that's just, yeah, because I, I, it's like I said, it's no big deal. I grew up in the 80s, too. I know how it is. I was just curious. And that question came up. Um, let's see here. Let's talk about, let's talk about, you you were kind of a victim of a warrior stalker, I would say. I'll actually agree with you on that one. There there's a certain guy that kind of followed you, trolled you around a little bit. Is, are you still having problems with him or what? I, um, I'll mention him. I ain't afraid to mention his name, but then he'll probably start trolling me. So, but you know, uh, first name, first initial, the first name is L. You know what I'm talking about? Oh oh okay yeah no actually um things Has he backed off you a little bit, Waggers. Yeah, well, but actually part of that is because I pretty much, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I spend most of my time now in, in off-topic. I don't right. really start a lot of threads anymore. I pretty much, uh, I chill out now. You know, I, I spend time with the folks in OT, you know, and we, we got the songs going and, you know, and the right. fun stuff. Uh, if I see something in main discussion, somebody's got a problem as a question, I'll answer it, but I'll really keep to a very, very low key now. I, I, it's just not worth it. It's not right. worth the aggravation. Right. Tell you the truth. So, so you get kind of sucked in and get emotional, though, John, because like I said, they knew, back in the day, they knew how to pull, you know, pull your cork a little bit, right? Oh, absolutely. I used to blow up like crazy. Oh, my God, yeah. I, <laughs> they, they well, that, that's kind crazy. of where I was getting concerned when I did the show last year because that was a particular week you were having a bad week. And to be honest with you, I didn't want to be sitting behind the little old ladies in the post office, you know, the ones counting out their pennies, when you walk in with a bandana wrapped around your face and a cowboy hat on with the Uzi and the AK-47, and you just start spraying the joint down as a prelim show. And I kind of, for a while there, thought that's where you were heading a little bit. What, what got you to mellow out a little bit? Well, actually, I think it probably was uh, the banning that I got. That's, so we're going to get really... into the banning, because there's some who say it was a conspiracy and others say you had it coming. I'm not sure. What, what, what do you, take us back, that had to have been like the low point. Take us back to the banning. 
Well, it, it's not really a complicated story. What happened was uh, that well, there's rumors, though. I mean, it's another thing, you know, because, you know, you hear one thing and you hear another, and I heard something about you had Alan says his avatar blown up and we're using it as a dartboard <laughs> in your house. I'm telling you, I'm, this is, people tell me everything for whatever reason, and I just take it all with a grain of salt. I say, you know what, I'll just ask Wags. I heard that you had Alan says his avatar blown up into an 8x10 glossy, and that when you were banned, you were using it as a dartboard. I, I wish it was something that colorful, but unfortunately... I think Kevin Riley told me that, actually, to be honest with you. I think Kevin Riley told me that. Well, Kevin's another one with a screw loose. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I, love, I love you, Kevin. I've had Kevin <laughs> on the show before. He's cool. All right. I know. Uh, actually, what happened was it, the, the banning was the day that Michael Jackson passed away. Right. And there were a bunch of members of the forum who were ragging on Michael really bad. Right. And I basically just called them a bunch of assholes. Right. Okay, that's cool. Well, you came out and said it, what you thought. Okay. You know, and uh, that was it. Next thing I knew is I tried to log in, and I, <laughs> I was gone. They had, they had just, like, erased you off the planet there. Do, who do you think yep. made the call? Do you think what happened? I mean, how does the banning work? Because you, you post something, and then what is the, some warriors have to, like, what do they got to do? They got to hit, like, enough people hit a zap button on you or um, well, I, I'm not really... Band. You know, they love me. I mean, Alan loves me. I got Alan's cell phone number because I actually was going to have one of your threads banned. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Um, but I, it, was a, it, was a, uh, it was a trademark line I have that you've ripped off and used on Sylvia Roth, and it kind of offended me, but not a big deal. I've gotten over that. But um, as far as this banning, well, how does that work? So you must, you use this, you said, call somebody an asshole, and then they basically hit the zap button. And how long were you banned for? Because I was off the forum that week, so I missed that. Oh, you missed you missed the fun. I was banned for seven days, and okay, you should have seen yeah, you should have seen all the threads that were coming up asking you know what happened to me because you know but, you could see under the person's you know under the person's name they have been banned. banned. And I, oh my God, it was like it was like the, it was like the talk of the week. Like right, and, I'm, right. and I'm sitting there looking at this, I'm saying, my God, you know, I, I, it's not like you I'm Jesus Christ. You want to respond, don't you, Waggers? I'm sorry, what then? I said you so desperately wanted to respond to these threats, and the problem with being banned is you can't, right? I mean, obviously you can't post. Couldn't do a thing. Mm. I could just read all the stuff. It was so funny. I, I had the laugh of my week. Right. But after that, you know. some love you know, over there, though. Like I said, you got some love over there, it looks like. You got, some Steve, you got a lot of Steve Wagg fans over there. Yes, I do. I do. I have a lot of people there that, for whatever reason, they like me, and, and I, I appreciate them. And even Aesal, who, like I said, there's a chick I would never want to owe money to. Good God. How'd you like to owe her money? And she even well, liked you. You guys, we'll talk about your little, uh, your, the song you two put out, too. I'm going to cheap plug your stuff tonight for you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. If Aesal, man, if you can make her kinder and gentler, you got to be all right. Because like I said, I wouldn't want to owe her $20. Good God. Get a pickaxe pick in my ass for that. Um <laughs> What else here? Okay, this is kind of controversial. Got a letter from an Eliza Jean Wilder in Chattanooga. says, Dear Vinny, please ask Steve about this. Four years ago, I sent him a poem called I'm a Warrior. He said he was going to make it into a song for me. Next thing I know, he has now produced a song called I Am a Warrior. Please help me, Eliza Jean. Thank you, Vince. What do you want? So basically what this old lady is saying, I don't know if she's an old lady, um, is that she sent you a poem called I'm a Warrior, and that you took, basically ripped her lyrics off and turned it into a song called I'm a Warrior. Wow. Do want- I, don't, I don't even know how to respond to that. I, it, it, 
the allegations are totally full. I, I have never, first of all, nobody's ever asked me to write a song for them. Even my wife wouldn't ask me to well, do no, that. Well, wait a minute. I thought you just wrote one for Hey Sal. That's different. That's okay, well, now, see, we're kind of waffling here. Let's go back to that. Well, I want to pursue this. Did, okay, let me ask you this. Did this lady ever send you a poem? Have you no. ever received lyrics from anyone? No. So unequivocally, no. Okay. The only person I ever received lyrics from was Hey Sal, and I was actually reluctant to do it. I have to be honest with you. Right. Um, but we'll, well, we'll get into that later when we actually Well, yeah, because, I mean, if you screw up her song, that chick would come out and, you know. Yes, I was scared. With a boomerang have, from another state, yeah. Yeah, I admit it. I was scared to death. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. Okay, so you're denying the allegations that the song um, – I'm a warrior. Is that the name of this song? That's that's it. Yeah, I'm a warrior. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I we got it on record then. Um, trying to think here, what else we want to get into? We talked about the alleged drug use. You squashed that rumor. We talked a little bit about you say you didn't uh, throw darts at Alan says his avatar. You said you didn't rip off the lady's poem. Um, okay. Let's talk about warrior divas now. Ah. Have you, because I'm going to be honest with you, musicians, even if you're a complete screw-up, a musician can get girls. I mean, look at Mick Jagger. You can can look like a troll and get hot chicks. Now, let me ask you a question. Off the record, because this is me you're talking to, (laughs) is there any warrior diva out there that you'd like to, you know, maybe, you know, if you were single, that you Uh put moves on? Oh, absolutely. Okay, well, let's run a few of them down. And by the way, that'll bring me, I'm just going to come out, this is the only thing you did that offended me. When Telly Savalas died, my grandfather trademarked Who Loves You, Baby. It's a common law trademark owned by my grandfather. Now, when he passed away, I got the trademark. So I oh, own, really? Yes, the common law trademarked to Who Loves You, Baby. Now, when I go on the Warrior Forum, and Sylvia Roth, is a sensitive subject with me anyway. When I go on the Warrior Forum and I see you over there macking to her, saying, Sylvia, who loves you, baby? It was like a double-edged dagger in me. Because, oh, my God. Yeah. So I, I call Alan up and I say, first of all, I said he's in the trademark violation, blah, blah, blah. And then I just said, you know what, i got to be bigger than that. Legends have to be bigger than that. So I let it go. But, yeah, um, who loves you, baby, is, uh, is Vinny's. So if you're going to use it, it's cool, but you can't use it at a chick I used to, like, have the big hots for, you know? Oh, oh well, first of all, well, first of all then, let, let, me, let me humbly apologize to you. Okay. I really never intended to offend you or anything. I mean, I, I'm, good, really, truly, I'm really truly sorry. I mean, you're my... It's you're, all good, you're, brother. It's okay. all good. Life's too short, you know? Um, it's all cool. But now what were you talking about right, that, right before that? Oh, the warrior. The rundown of some for me. Let's get some names out there. Oh my goodness! Well, Who you know, one of the dinner with, bro? One of the first girls that I actually did talk with at the Warrior Forum when we were talking about um, copywriting was Sherilyn Lester. Well, that was her old name, Lester. I think she's got a new name now. Oh, when I mean, does she, she just like change names every two weeks when she comes up with a new product or I, a new PayPal address? I, well, I think it's Woodhouse oh. now. I'm not sure. Say it again. I'm not Sherilyn Woodhouse now. I think is her name on the forum. Because I get a little nervous when people change names on you. Well, maybe she, you know, maybe like she emptied out somebody's account and then she became a new person. <laughs> well, I'm serious. Okay, so Sherilyn, if she's out there, uh, Wag's giving you props. Okay, give me a couple more. 
Oh, let's see. Oh, my goodness. Well, then it would be, of course, um, uh, Alexa. She's real cute. Alexa Smith? Yeah. Oh, good God. Yeah, I've, uh, I've, uh, I've, I've got the hots for Alexa Smith. She's, yeah, well, she, let me tell you something. That chick is friggin' smart. I mean, that chick is real smart. And uh, she's a cool chick. I've actually had a couple PMs with her, and she is a real cool chick. Mm. Yeah, she's, she's got she's, she's, uh, she's, uh, She is. Yeah, I, I'll go along with you on that one, Waggers. Uh-huh. Okay, I don't need you. I prefer you didn't talk to her anymore either. Go on. Okay, no problem. She's all yours. Um, and then, of course, there's Sal. Hey, Sal. That's, 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 that's my main chick right now. Yo, hey, we're, Sal, we're, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're I right like Hey Sal. Hey Sal's into the like the the gems and stuff, and she's a she's a cool lady. I, I I always say if you ever watch this the movie with Rodney Dangerfield called Back to School, uh-huh. the teacher that you know he was in love with, it looks just like Hey Sal, that avatar of hers. Except if you ever saw the movie, it the movie plays all the time. Rodney Dangerfield Back to School. He goes back to college. Come on, you've seen it, right? Um, actually, I did, but a very, very long time ago. Right. Well, anyway, I... the actress that plays the teacher, the professor, the college professor, looks just mm-hmm. like Hey Sal. It's really? Like, yeah, it really does. I actually posted that one. I think McCloud actually uh, did a warrior form thing. Because I always thought you looked like Christopher Walken. Somebody else said that, too. I, I, yeah. I don't see it, but uh, oh, thanks. <laughs> okay. um, one question. Let's see. Becky from San- Tampa, St. Pete. I don't really understand the, the question. Or she's trying to be funny. Ask Steve if he if he has ever lost his eye. Um, and I and I wrote her back. I said, "Do you mean contact?" And she uh, she wrote back said, "No, I mean his whole eyeball." Uh, do you have a glass eye? No, no, no. Actually, oh. when I was no, when I was born, I was well. First of all, I was a couple months premature. Okay. And the whole my whole right side was like not developed right. So hmm. my right my right eye they call it a lazy eye. Oh. Okay. Um, it's kind of like big eyes. I got some big Guinea Italian eyes. So I, but elite, but the good thing is they're both big. So it's like you know the Stallone droop I got. It's that Italian thing. Okay, well that's uh-huh. that's what she's referring to. Says tell Wags I love him. So she, I don't think she's taking a shot. I think she was uh, actually just asking. Okay. Oh no, that's that's why a lot of people a lot of people ask about that. It's right. you know it's uh, it's the eye itself. I mean I really I don't even use it. I mean, I basically see with one eye, and, it, and it's quite. People wonder how I can drive, because right. you know, basically when well, you see, only I see can't one... drive now because I had a detached retina and I can't see nothing coming from the left. And I went to take the eye test in Las Vegas, failed it, uh-huh. and they ratted me off to the state of Florida. So I can't, you know, I can't get licensed. Probably just as well, I can't see the left hook coming. And um, but um, so I, you know, but yeah, I'm the same way. I can see up close on it and stuff. But yeah, if somebody throws the right hook my direction, I'm, I'm, it's hard to defend. So, um, what else here? There's something else. All right, well, why don't we get it? What, what was your opinion on that, what I talked about earlier with uh, Ryan Dice? Um, were you familiar with that email that was sent? No, I'm, I'm not on his list. And actually, now that I've heard about it, I'm glad I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, think I, think I thought it was kind of a low blow. What have you have you ever gone to like low depths to get people to opt in on your stuff? I mean, what what which is fine. I mean, again, I always I I told people you know offensive is great, pushing the envelope is great. Had he wrote nineteen year old girl, I would have defended the dude. But when you get into that stuff, you're crossing the line. But have you ever like pushed the envelope a little bit on your emails, there, Waggers, or you tried to? No. 
No, actually, to tell you the truth, um, my, my subject lines are really, in, in that respect, are rather mundane. I'm not saying that they're mundane to the point where people are going to look at them and they're going to go, Psh. but they're not, they're not sensational. Right. They're more like, they're more like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're more like, ooh, I've got to find out what this is about. Like, right. I'll, I'll use a subject line, line like, if you do not open this email, you're going to regret it. Okay. You know, and so people are like, okay, I got to know what this, what this thing is about. Stuff like that. Mis you know, things that are like mysteries, like forces people to open them, not because of some sensationalism, but because they want to know what's going on. Okay. Well, give us, um, you know, I pretty much run through the questions right off the bat. I had, oh, any other words? So we, we got, let's see, we got Alexa Smith. Uh, we got Hey Sal, and we got the chick that must fraud people and change her name every four days. Um, I'd take her off the list because, um, like I said, a chick who changes her name every four days usually means she's either marrying a new man and milking him for all he's worth or she's changing PayPal addresses. Either way, you better stay away from her wags. You don't want to go down the ship with her. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got you. I'd stick to Hey Sal and... You know, and like I said, Alexa Smith, she out of your league. But you guys, tell me about the uh, tell me about the song. You know, let's get into the song now. Because well, I, I, I think Bic lighters are going to be going up in unison like a beacon in the night over that thing. Actually, I was kind of impressed. I hate to say that, but I was. Good lyrics. Uh, hey, Sal, put some good lyrics out there. And it sounded kind of like an old ELO, Electric Light Orchestra, Jeff Lynn. Well, ELO is actually one of my influences from back in the 70s, so I guess I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> what, it, what is it, ELO? Um, well, okay, well, yes, ELO is one of my, actually one of my many influences. I have so many, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's like a traffic jam inside of me. Okay? Right. But how the song came about is an interesting story. I'll make it real quick. Okay. Uh, somebody started thread in OT uh, saying the last person to post wins a free gift. Yeah, well, I haven't even thought on that ridiculous thread because it's never going to end. So, okay, yeah, go well, ahead. The, the guy who started has never come back. I mean, he's basically <laughs> well, leaving everybody right. hanging. It, you know, it gives some yeah. people something to do, I guess. That's cool. Well, anyway, finally, after 40 or 50 pages, Sal finally said, well, you know what? We're going to have a prize. And what she did was she sent me a set of lyrics as my prize. Right. And I said, oh, okay. And she says, you know, see what you could do with them. And like I said, I was, I was actually petrified to, to even – even touch him, but I figured, all right, look, what, what have I got to lose? The worst I could do is make a fool of myself, and I've done that plenty of times anyway. Right. So I gave it a shot. I recorded it. It took me a day. One day it was done. I put hey, it up on like YouTube. Prince or Quincy Jones, man, if it took you a day. That's impressive. That's it. One day. I put it up on YouTube, and you saw the reaction. So I, saw I don't the reaction. know. I'm telling you, man, the thing again, once again, I've always in life said, God, Benny, if you could play any instrument, because... Uh, I'm telling you, you can be a screwed up, dope head, broke, owe taxes, and if you can sing, girls are flocking to you like, uh, you know, what's the old cliche, bees to honey. So I never, you know, like I said, uh, I was, I unfortunately uh, never had the talent for music, so um, I often wish I did. So I'm, I'm always kind of impressed with you people that can go in there and, you know, take somebody's vision and slap it out there and. Like I said, um, you know, the, you know the, the big lighters up in unison like a beacon in the night to the song. It's got to be kind of a cool thing. I wouldn't mind that at all. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> and, but you've got to sell out, Wag. See, that's where you've got to have Vinny come in and help manage you. 
And uh, I, I agree. You know, I'm, I'm not. Take, that... I could take you places, bro. I could take you places. You, but you, you got to get off this start. That's the problem with you guys in the art world. You starving artist mentality, which is you, you don't want to sell out the integrity of your painting. In the meantime, they're repossessing your friggin' furniture, dude. That's, That's what I true. told this one girl. She said, I don't want to sell out my paintings and commercialize. I said, well, honey, if you don't sell out, they're going to repossess your goldfish and your couch and your car, and you're going to have bigger <laughs> problems. So I think selling out's okay. I think going for the big dollars is okay because um, when you have the money, then you can go ahead and then you can sit back and be an artist. When you're sitting on a million bucks, you can, you can you know, save the whales and, the, you know, the crippled children or whatever it is. But I want you to consider that because I think Vinny could do some stuff with you. I think we can make some moves here and there. I actually have connections with Don King, the, you know, only in America, impresario, boxing entrepreneur. I think that we could do some stuff with you, brother. I really do. Start you off, you know, in the local circuit, Miami, move up to Chicago, St. Louis, L.A., you know, demo the stuff. Get the CDs out there. Do it on a grassroots level. What do you think? Well, sounds very interesting. Okay. Only in America. <laughs> uh, wasn't that a song by, uh, I don't even remember who did it now. Not Don King's slogan. Only in America. And don't worry about the money because I'm going to take good care of you on that too. i, I got to have a little of the front end, but I'm going to take care of you on the back end. Um, so it, it's all going to be good. All right, so you so you ended up with this song. So what are you guys going to do with this thing here? Well, I'm actually going to be sending it out to a number of publishers, okay. and uh, we're going to try to see if we can get uh, you know one of the bigger groups to record it, and then we'll take it from there. Well, that's what I'm talking about, man. So it sounds like all right. So you at least got a plan there. Well, I've, I've been in this business for 25 years. I you know I kind of know what I'm doing you know by at this point in time. <laughs> we were trying to tell that young kid the other day on the forum. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get out of the dark ages. Yeah, but that kid's got like a 1968 Gibson or something, don't he? I'd be friends with a kid who had a guitar like that. You know how much jack you could sell that thing for eBay, uh, on eBay for? No, that I know. Guitar? I know. A lot That's of money. Big money in that, Waggers. Yeah, I, I see, but I'd never sell anything like that. I, I would no. hold on to it. Really? See, I'm yeah, not a collector. Yeah. I'm not a collector. I like to, I like to, you know, you know, you buy, you sell. But I like that. Well, what else? This is your shot here. I'm going to go ahead. I pretty much ran through some of the stuff we talked about. The chicks. Um, so anyway, the good thing. So Hey Saul didn't have anything to worry about. Like you taking her song and turn it in into anything. So you get, you did credit her. So you, she's like the, she wrote the lyrics and then you put the music in, right? Oh yeah, not. But I told her that if we do get a contract, I'm going to have to send her a copy of it for her to sign. Right. Okay. Um, well, so, you need uh, to send that contract over to me to check out, too, because I just don't want people taking advantage of you. Oh, I understand. Maybe cross some I's and dot some T's or vice versa, whatever we got to do on that. Oh, you're going to be our lawyer? I want to get you paid. Are you going to be our lawyer, then? I just want to make sure you get paid, because there's a lot of sharks out there that are going to take advantage of you, and Vinny's going to get your back. I got your back on this. So... Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I need somebody to have my back. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. There's a lot of bad people out there in the music business that will take advantage of you. And like I said, I'm looking at, like, local tours. Like I said, grassroots. Take the stuff to the people. Um, give us – I'm going to give you just a little form here to go ahead and give us your, uh, your um, spin on marketing and life in general and the shit that makes you upset. And this is – like I said, you're not on the form. 
anything you say here isn't going to get you banned. If that was the case, I'd have been banned almost, you know, ten shows ago. So, you know. And by the way, I always like I say, my only my only really pet peeve I've ever seen lately with the forum is is um, the fact that, like I said, I thought three or four years ago more family orientated. You knew everybody. Now it's kind of like I said, you do get the spammers. I made a point saying that to Paul Myers that back in the day. He could drop his wisdom on us, and now, unfortunately, he's you know, he has kind of been reduced to having to be a patrolman to keep the you know the scumbags out of there, and that's too bad because instead of getting one of those good Paul Myers posts, we've got to you know get warning posts about watch out for this guy or this guy. Now, unfortunately, I think everybody loses in that situation, um, as I'm sure you would agree to that. Because when you get, you know, it takes away from the content, I think. But one thing that kind of irritates me is these people that put out, if you got a $7 WSO and you're one of these people over there looking to buy it, why do you need to post 27 questions? Why don't you just friggin' buy the thing or don't buy it? It's like, oh, can I have some proof? Can I have this? Can you send me your bank statement? And, you know, it's like, dude, it's seven friggin' dollars. Buy it or get the hell out of here. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm dead serious. What kind of, I mean, it's not like you're making a decision of whether to, you know, liquidate your house or something. You know, it's like, to me, if somebody's got to go through 27 hoops of fire to determine if they should buy a $7 WSO, you ought to go back to 7-Eleven because this business isn't right for you. That's true. That All right, true. well, give us some, what, what, let's, uh, what, 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 what pisses you off, Wags? Give, give, me, give me your uncut, uncensored let it all hang out here, brother. All right. Well, you know, yeah. wow. Um, Give it to me, brother. What, then you're going to sing the, Mr. Bojangles for me. You, you really want me to sing Mr. I'm Bojangles? Gonna, I'm going to actually start you off with it, too, but I'll do that in a minute. Go ahead. Give me, give me, the, uh, give me your vision. What pisses okay. off wags, what, what you're positive about. What do you know for sure? All that good okay. stuff. Okay. Well, one of the things, you know, there is an advantage to being somebody, uh, whether I deserve it or not, Right. There's an advantage to being somebody who people look to as being, I don't know, knowledgeable, successful, whatever. Okay, right. whatever. I get to talk to a lot of people who tell me a lot of things. For example, I've spoken to quite a few copywriters. Now, this is something well, that I'm some actually... mean people on that forum. Oh, yeah. my God, there's some mean people. Yes, there are. Uh, but there's there are nice also some... people too, but boy, boy, they... Vinny got pounded over on the copywriting form, but that's okay. It just sold more copies of Liberation 101 for Sylvie and I. But needless to say, my God, I don't even hang out over there, and they're over there roasting me. Go ahead. Anyway, no, but there are some nice ones, and, and I can't mention any names because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But the stories that I hear, I really, really have to shake my head. Right. Um, for example... Copywriters getting calls from very, very big name marketers. Again, I won't mention any names. Right. Saying, "Look, I need you to juice up my copy to, you know, to increase my conversions because it's sucking right now." Right. Now, these are supposedly guys who are making millions of dollars, and they're basically getting on their hands and knees, calling copywriters and begging them to fix their copy because they're hurt. Okay, you know, and it's real. Marketers that very possibly, quite possibly, are selling books on how to be a copywriter or a product that incorporates copywriting into it. I would assume, because I know some of these big marketers, that's 
you know, that's an element of what they do. You know, there's a section in there how to write great copy to convert. So you're saying that some of these very same people that are fronting themselves off as gurus are, in fact, uh, you know, crying to the copywriting form for some help? Is that what you're saying? Or They're, they're basically saying, you know, well, what I'm getting from this is, is that these people, whatever, we're, we view them as, as people who are making a lot of money. But right. now they're pulling the copywriters up saying, look, I'm really hurting right now. I need you to juice up my copy. You know, what does that tell you, Vince? Really, what does that tell you? I mean, are we... Are, are, are bullshit. We, it's smoke and mirrors, but I knew that anyway. I mean, I, what, basically, I've learned a long time ago, whatever you see, divide by four. That's why it's easier for me to come out here and say I drink and I smoke and I owe taxes, because then I don't have to remember what lies I told. Because, you know, that's, but, but most people, that's too painful to do that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, you, you, it, it's too hard for a lot of these marketers just to come out and say, you know what? And that's why I say, you know, people fall in love with the Vegas Vince character. They come down, they meet me, they find out that I bleed, I owe the government, and, you know, it loses its sex appeal. But the fact of the matter is if more marketers would just come out and keep it real, they would build a bigger bond and a closer relationship with their customers. But, you know, I guess if you're putting on this front of having the Rolls Royce and the this and that, I mean, when I talk about the chicks, that's true. I, 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 I got a conversion rate for scoring hot chicks that's probably 30 40%. Eat your heart out, haters. But, yeah, I agree with you. It's kind of a victim thing. It's kind of bullshit. I mean, it's one thing if you're going to come out and say you're, you know, you do the kind of the rich jerk routine, and then all of a sudden you're sweeping up, uh, you know, the back of a Denny's at night. You know, there's kind of a there's probably a credibility issue there. But I've always yeah. had an issue with internet marketers anyway because they write about things they don't do. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the I, I've got the one and only project me and Sylvia have coming out barter arbitrage. I do it. I trade. Um, that's the only thing I have out. But I actually do it. So it's not something I just write about. Yeah. Right. You got me on a rant there. All right, go no, on. I like no, that's that. That's fine. Well, the reason I brought it up though is because I know a lot. Of, look, I remember what it was like to be new. Okay, it was seven years ago, but I haven't forgotten. And I looked at all these, you know, these sales pages and these big names like, you know, like Michael Same and John Reese, Frank Kern, all them. And I look at all these people and go, wow, look at how successful all these guys are. And now I'm finding out that there is so much BS out there. There's so much smoke and mirrors. It's like, oh my God, you know. And the reason I brought it up is I don't want new people coming in and looking at these people thinking that they're really, you know, some of them, yes, are successful. Of course they are. But there is so much bullshit out there hmm? that you really have to take it all with a grain of salt. I and I think what happens is new bullshit. people get discouraged. Yeah, you're get, right. You're right, though. I agree with that. You know, they get tar terribly discouraged. They think, oh, my God, I'm there. You know, I can't do that. Well, you know what? A lot of these people aren't doing it either. I agree. And, you so, know, the truth is like, some of these people, like I said, there's probably, I'd say, a good 80% of people out on these internet forums have not yet made their first dollar. And I think there a lot of people sit there and think, oh, it's just me or, you know, and I'm telling you, you guys out there that have made any money whatsoever, you're doing better than a lot of people. Believe me, you are. Believe yeah. me, you are. It's the truth. That's true. Uh, and, and, and you do make it. That's a pretty good point. I, I, I think that, again, I've always, I th I've always had a fundamental problem with uh, a lot of information marketers, again, that tout things that they don't do themselves. It kind of reminds me like the Callaway Golf Club Company. They put out the new great driver, but they put it out every year. You know, it's like every year we get a new one. Well, what happened to the one last year? Well, I thought that was going to be the one that I could drive the ball farther than Tiger Woods with. You know, and then I find out I've got to pay 600 the next year. 
So for a new one. But um, all right, go on. Well, give me some more stuff, Waggers. Another thing that really pisses me off, and this is a lot of this is something that a lot of new people don't understand either. When they go to these sales pages and they see, you know, see something like how I made one million two hundred seventy thousand dollars last yep. year, and I'm not saying the claims are false. Mm-hmm. What they don't tell you is they had nine hundred thousand dollars in ad, you know, in AdWords expenses. Right, I, you're saying that, that's gross. That's gross, not net. Yeah, of but course. Like they don't. Not, how do you make a million dollars? You start with two. You know, okay, yeah, I agree with that. I've got the sales page uh, that we have up for our product. We actually didn't even airbrush it. I'll send that over to you. Um, it's an actual invoice, and uh, it shows about 67000 in trading that Sylvia and I did in a real short period of time. And we chose to actually put the products, everything, because, you know, the FTC and everything, you know, they can eat their hearts out when they see my sales page because we actually got – we didn't hide anything. And – we actually broke it down to what it was. But, yeah, that's a good point, too. People, you know what, the wag, people also, there's a lot of people out there that just flat out are lazy and they're looking for the key to Xanadu or, you know, the stairway to heaven, and they're not really interested in the work that, you know, goes into it. And you know what? So we can blame the marketers to a certain degree, I guess, but the fact is there is a sucker born every minute, and some of these suckers are just plain lazy, and what they really want is someone to do it for them. So I don't have a lot of use for those people either. I don't want to just put it all on the marketers. I mean, I agree with you. You should be, you know, forthright in your advertising. But the same token is I get sick of these people whining on the warrior form about getting ripped off for a WSO. I have never been ripped off on a WSO. I've never been screwed on an eBay buy. Why? Because I know who the hell I'm buying from. You do a little due diligence. If I buy something from John Taylor or Kevin Riley or you, I'm going to most likely get it. I'm not going to worry about you guys going off to Aruba with my money. So I think what they need to start doing on the warrior form is they, you know, instead of being a victim and whining and going to Paul Myers, take five minutes and research the reputation of the person you're buying from before you start boo-hooing and taking up the whole form, bitching and whining. That's just my spin on that. Well, you know, Vinny, the problem is, and it's not just in Internet marketing, it's, it's, this is a worldwide problem in everything. It's, it's, it's an entitlement mentality that people just have. And all you have to do is look at the lottery lines every, every Tuesday before the Mega Millions. I mean, it, it, it's... Oh, shit, I need to go get my ticket, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I do. I actually told Sylvia. She told me it was like a... Sylvia told me it was like some triple full moon coming up or something. Maybe that was last week. But she told me to go get lottery tickets because, like, my sign, I'm a Sagittarius, and I guess it was, I don't know, something she came up with. So I need to get over there and get some lotto tickets tonight. But, yeah, you're right. I see it. Those in the poll tickets, man. I saw a lady in there the other day. I know this chick ain't got $20 in her pocket because she borrowed 20 from me about a week ago. She's over there buying scratch-off tickets. Boy, if, it had, if she hadn't been a woman, I would have, I don't even know what I would have done. I just wanted to, you know, I'm thinking to myself, no wonder you got no money. Yeah. Yeah. Now it is an entitlement thing, so it, it does go both ways. You're right. I think the fact of the matter is, everybody, you know, if you want to make money, you got to step up. You got to go do it. You know, nobody's gonna. I mean, I hate to. It's such. I mean, that's not a sexy cliche or answer, but it's the truth. You know, you gotta you gotta go out there and you actually got to put something into action. There is no one, two, three. 
You know, I got Jim Straw promoting my product. Jim Straw is a friggin' legend, been around 50 years. The guy is not sexy. The guy's just made $400 million over a career, and he's done it the old-fashioned way, buying and selling. You know, most of what he writes about, he's done. But, see, for, for some of these new Internet marketers, Jim Straw's too old school. He's not sexy enough. But, like I say, he's got an ugly website. But the fact is, Jim Straw makes money. And he does it. And that's what people got to get over this, you know, these bells and whistles and falling into the sexy ether. And really what they're falling into is the hype. And they're not really taking the time to figure out what is it that I have to sell. And that's the problem with Internet marketing. In the old days, we had to sell to eat or we had to steal something to eat. Now it's buying the computer, turn it on, get a blog. And at the very last thing they teach you is, oh, yeah, you've got to have something people actually want to buy. They yep. don't teach that anymore. They teach it ass backwards. The product is not paramount anymore. And that is the biggest problem why people fail, because there is no focus put on the offer, which is ultimately in this day and age, you have got to have something people want to buy, preferably something they cannot live without. And until now, you do that, you're going to have a tough road. And I don't care how good you are or how many emails you send out. That's true. Or how many blogs or articles you write. Absolutely. Absolutely. You've got to have something to sell that people actually want, or you forget about all the marketing tactics in the world. They don't mean crap. And traffic is another big misnomer. I talked to Kevin Riley about this. Traffic doesn't mean jack. I can give you traffic right out of my white pages in my phone book. You know, it's like the guy speaking of Michael Jackson. I remember when that, around that time somebody said, oh, by the way, um, I've got 13,000 visitors to my Michael Jackson blog. And I wrote him back and said, dude, by the time you will not have sold one thing, and you have lost all that traffic by the time they bury Michael Jackson. And the fact is, the guy didn't sell anything. But he's all excited because he got traffic. Well, so what? Traffic doesn't mean shit if you don't convert it. I'd yeah. rather have, you know, it's like Jason Moffat used to say, I'd rather have, um, you know, a thousand buyers on my list than, you know, 20,000 strokes, mooches, and deadbeats. I mean, it's the truth. Yeah, I've got a real small list, but my people are buyers. Yeah, well, you know what? I I have a very small list. I have a list of about 5,600 right now. And let me tell you, the majority of my people, they are so loyal to me. I mean, I'll bet you. Now, by the way, Wags, have you ever sold anything for over $7? Because I'm going to make you a wealthy man on this mail. I'm going to send you the whole thing. The commission on my my thing is going to be. Oh man, I gotta ask. I gotta ask McCloud. I think it's one hundred ninety-six dollars or something. So you're gonna love this thing. But have your people ever paid over seven dollars for anything you sold? Yeah, a few. You sure. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, because the only thing I have ever seen you sell is seven dollars. I was telling Brian McCloud. I said, you know what? He said, man, we. He said, you ought to talk to Wags. I said, yeah, but I said I gotta make sure Wags has people paid over seven dollars because I don't want some lady, little old lady in Pasadena, dropping dead of a heart attack when she sees the price on this sucker. <laughs> oh, Vinny, you're priceless. You're absolutely yeah, no, no, priceless. I, I know. I still wish my girl up north would call back. There was. I think you know what? That might have been Alexa too. Oh man, if that's if that was her, I'm going to be really disappointed because I might have cut her off. Anyway, all right. Well, give me some more stuff here. So we talked about, you know, we talked about the marketers and they're they're running for help and that's kind of interesting. I I I'm you, you what are they are they posting over on the copywriting form or are they doing this under the table? 
No, well, I'm, the reason I'm finding getting this information is because I happen to be friends with some copywriters. Right. And they just, you know, without mentioning any names, you know, they basically are telling me, hey, you know what, uh, don't, it's not what you think. I'm getting right. calls from, from these big names saying, you know, uh, I need a new sales page because this thing's just not working right. Well, yeah, but and does I'm, that make them bad, though? I mean, still, because you know what? I don't know how to write great copy. I know how to write. But, see, I, I went out and got Brian McLeod to do my – and Brian McLeod ain't cheap, by the way. I mean, he's not cheap. Oh, well, but no, I, mean, I, I went out to get him not be – but in, in my case, it's because I'm not a professional copywriter. You're saying that these are people that are fronting themselves as – I mean, because I, I don't think it's particularly a bad thing to say you can't – I mean, I, the copy that Brian wrote for my product and Sylvia's product is kick-ass world-class. But it's basically because he could arrange my thoughts on paper in you know in a in a in a aesthetically pleasing way with the fonts and the you know I couldn't do that stuff. That's why he makes the big dollars. But I don't think there was I, I sure I tell everybody that dude wrote my page. So what are you saying? Are you saying that uh, that somebody like I, I'm trying to figure out the difference? Are you saying that somebody's got a product? Sh- um, you're a fraud if you go and have a copywriter write it for you, or are you oh, saying no, that not, if you're fronting yourself as a copywriter? No, not at all. See, the, the, pro- the problem that I'm I got... I'm going to have a beer with... here. Hold on. Go ahead, talk. I gotta, That's we got okay. this new beer in called Blue Moon. I'm about That's to sample okay. it. <laughs> the problem that I have with what's going on is not that the, that the, pers- that the guru needs a, you know, a sales letter written. The right. problem is that Supposedly, this particular sales letter that's up there is claiming the, all this money that he's making, and that is the same guy is getting to this, getting back to the copyright saying, hey, look, I'm really not making all this money. Please juice up my copy so I can start making some money. It's like, oh, my God, you've got to be kidding me. You know, they're, they're, they're portraying themselves as being so successful, and yet they're hurting for a buck. That's okay. the problem I got with it. Okay, I see. Yeah, well, that I agree with. Oh, I, that I, mean, I do agree with. Okay. It really, it really shatters your whole view of everything. It's like, wow. Well, don't, don't, don't get on the Prozac over it. I mean, it's not that. I mean, don't, don't let it ruin your life either. Oh I mean, no, I don't, not. I don't worry about what the next guy does. That's why I tell people. Some of these people that get on my ass, like that jerk off, whatever is, you know, uh, I, I still think it's Dave Bo under a new name. Whatever this jerk off is over there now, it's like, bro, you know, if you spend more time selling something rather than living vicariously through my life, worrying about what I do. You'd be better off and happier. You wouldn't have time to worry about what Vinny does, you know. But some people, like I said, they spend a lifetime worrying about what the next guy does. I don't have time to worry about what none of you do, including you, Wagger. I mean, I, I can't, you know, I can't worry about who you're shacking up with or who, you know, who you're writing songs for. Or, you know, I feel bad your brother lost a leg in a bass fishing accident, but I mean, I can't, uh, I can't sit here and give it a lot of thought. No, you shouldn't. You should, you should be concentrating in your business. That's it. That's exactly. the only thing that matters. How did your brother lose a leg? In the, I mean, I don't want to bring up a bad subject, but how does one lose a leg in a bass fishing accident? Oh, well, um, to be honest with you, the bass just bit it off. I mean, this is a big well, I heard it was an Evan Rude Mark. Okay, well, I, I don't want to make light of it, but that, that when I read that, it was like, good God. Um, that's, that's kind of scary. It was now, what shock, what really. did you do growing up? Did you find solace in the writing? Like I oh, said, yeah, you know, the, the, the single mom, the dad was the boxer, got a little bit of a drinking problem. I mean, I could see where the stage was set for you being kind of introverted. But um, 
What, where did you, when you started out, where'd you meet your wife? You're married, right? I don't want to, yeah, ruin, I, mean, I, I don't want to block you here if you got, if nobody knows that, but I don't no, want to be okay. blocking here. Okay. No, I, I met my wife in a bowling alley. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. Yeah, I met her in a bowling alley, <laughs> of, all, of all places. Uh, were you giving her lessons, like where you stand behind her and show her how to roll the ball or what? No, no, nothing like that. She was just standing standing by a wall, and I walked over and said hi. <laughs> you smooth, so smooth. Give me the line. What did you do? You, you sauntered by her. No, I just said hi. You want to let me buy you an ice cream cone. No, I just said hi. You want to talk? <laughs> oh, okay. It was it was nothing fancy, believe me. Hey, you know, Vince, I'm watching the clock. You've got like two minutes left. I no, think. I actually made it an hour and a half. I'm not going to go that long. But I oh. an hour and a half just to, yeah, no, I made it an hour and a half just so if I ran a few minutes over. I am scared to death to take calls because I usually get some chick who says I owe her child support. I'll go ahead and hit 903 here. I have no idea who this is. God, please, guys, don't don't bust my chops tonight. Let me try 903 if you want to get on here. God, I got the switchboard lit. I'll just go in order. Okay, 903. 903, are you on? Okay. Well, I don't. Oh, I got hands up here. Who is four one? Uh, four one zero. Oh God. Here we go. Four one. Hey, how you doing, guys? Four one zero. Hi. How are you? Who's this? Oh, Marcus. Hey, Marcus. What's up, brother? Yeah, I just wanted to respond. I was listening to you guys. I just want to say I'm a big fan of um Steve Wags. I've been following him since um well since I got a warrior for him 2008. And he's definitely one. He's one of the realest guys that you can be on this list. He'll tell you straight up. Um, you know when he puts a product or something out there, he'll let you know he's one of the, you know, what other marketers tell you, you know, this particular product might not be for you. It's only two people that I really buy from or pay attention to WSOs on the Warrior phone. It's probably him and um, Jeremy Calso, I think. Yeah, yeah, I like Jeremy. Jeremy's a cool dude. He was in my, I think, the product I put out there, too. He's one of the members. Yeah, Jeremy's a good guy. That's cool. I appreciate that. Steve, there you go. Talk to your man here. You You got a fan on the phone here. Marcus, how are you? Got any questions you want to ask me? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, one, one quick thing is before um, you've said before that you're not a big fan of marketing CPA products, and that's real hot right now. I want you to talk about that a little bit, if you can. That's about it. CPA. Well, you know what? I'm making a lot of money, but I, you know, I'm I, a fan of yours. That's a good question because I think CPA is kind of cool, and I don't know nothing about it either way. I mean, I know I'm actually I think Phil and I are a member of Never Blue. I think that's as far as we ever went with it. Uh, yeah. Give us your spin. I, I'd be curious to hear what you think on the uh, CPA too. Okay. Well, first of all, believe it or not, I actually did try to go the CPA route. But let me tell you something. Uh, and again, I'm not an expert on this. I, I know just pretty much the basics. First of all, to get approved by a CPA company, uh, it's not that easy. No, it's I mean, not. But you can do that. Let's just assume you get approved. Let's not go through okay. all that. Because if I can get approved, anybody can. Yeah, well, I didn't really give it a heck of a lot. You know, I, I didn't spend a lot of time on it. Okay, but assuming that you get approved, okay. um, you see, a lot of this comes down to your own ethical compass. A lot of CPA yeah. offers are really, let's face it, they're really yep. scummy. I mean, that's all three weeks or something. That's what I'm seeing everywhere. That's got to be yeah. bullshit. I mean, they're really, really scummy offers. So, it, it, and unfortunately, from what I hear from a lot of people that are into this stuff, that talk to me and tell you know, because I, I get stuff all the time from people, these offers that you look at and want to throw up, they're yeah. the ones that convert the best. They're the ones sure. you make the most money with. So you've got to sit down and you've got to say to yourself, well, okay, what's more important to me, my integrity or the dollar bill? Well, in my case, the dollar bill probably, but I, I see your point. Um, okay. 
<laughs> I'm thinking about that. Let's see. I owe the I owe the IRS eight thousand. My integrity. Uh, I that's a tough one. <laughs> but no, I see what you're saying. You know, I was talking to Brian McLeod about that too. That is an issue. Um, there is some real slimy offers out there. I mean, like I said, okay. some of them are just, re, you know, they're bad. I mean, I they're don't mind terrible. the concept of CPA, but, man, there is some uh, stuff out there that's... Uh, the business app stuff is the worst. Yeah, what is that? What did you say there, Marcus? I didn't... The, the, the business app stuff oh, is the worst. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so much hidden force continuity in some of this stuff. I mean, uh, and the complaint. Why do you think the FTC is getting on everybody's case right now? It's because well, the of whole shit like this. continuity to me is one of the biggest shams in marketing, and I that's something I to me to force con the whole thing is an oxymoron. Force continuity implies that you don't have enough faith in your product to just charge people monthly and let them know you got to trick them. You got to put a little fine print in, and I'm going to tell you something. You end up pissing off people doing that, and you end up with the FTC on you, and that is that. The whole forced continuity thing, I think, was one of the dumbest. I, I'm not against continuity programs because there's definitely money in them. That's fine. Forced continuity, to me, is a bad, bad way to go. That's just my spin. I think it creates nothing but heat and angry customers. I don't think you have agree. to trick people to rebuild them. Some I agree. will just bill on their own and be happy to do it. Give them value they will want to come back next month. But when you create products that basically show you how to trick people and shove in this, and some of these big marketers are doing it, and I'm telling you, guys like Russell Brunson, be careful with that. Be careful. You're going to get some heat. You're going to get some heat. Not only that, you're going to put heat on the rest of us. And it's just not necessary. There's enough money out there without just the greed. Greed's good to a degree, but when you take it to the level where you got to just get so clever and cute in order to squeeze an extra drop of blood out of somebody, I just don't think it's the way to go. But that's just me. So, do you have anything else for him, uh, Marcus? Um, I think that's about it. Um, he definitely taught me a lot with ClickBank. Um, he's a ClickBank master wizard. <laughs> cool. That's about it. What do you do on ClickBank, um, Wax? Oh, well, <laughs> you got an hour? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to take this next. I'll go ahead. i got one more caller on here. It looks like 215. Thank you, Marcus, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. Okay, let's see. 215? Hello? Yeah, I got you on there, brother. 215, you're oh. on there. Oh, I'm Steve's biggest fan, man. I'm Steve's biggest fan. Cool, man. I you got him. Steve, there you go. What's your name? My name is Barman. I represent ppc.bz. Do you know who this guy is, Steve? I'm sorry, I didn't get the name. Barman. Uh, DPC, say, say it again. Barman, a.k.a. Dull Space. Never mind, that's not my question. My it's question cool. is, just go ahead, brother. I was wondering if Steve is going to Affiliate Summit West. Are you oh, going to no. Affiliate Summit West, Wags? No, not going anywhere. I, I'm, I'm a homebody. I'm a oh, homebody. No? Nah. What if I oh. send a car out to pick you up, Waggers? We'll pay for your plane ride if you if you want to come. There you go. Damn, Wags. You know what? I'm, flat, I'm flattered that you'd want me there, but I've got to, I'm got. i going to be perfectly honest with you. A lot of people don't really know this about me, um, but, you know, Vinny said this is going to be a no-holds-barred you know, no holds barred show. Uh, I can't travel, unfortunately. Um, oh, kind of. Yeah, I'm kind of stuck in the house, but... Uh, I'm really flattered. I'm really flattered that you want me there. And uh, believe me, if I could go, I'd be there in a heartbeat, especially to meet you know you and Vinny and all, all my all my fans. But unfortunately, this is where I'm going to have to stay for a while anyway. 
Well, damn, Wags, uh, I, I hope you get over that situation there. That's too bad. Well, that's that's cool of this guy to even – that's cool of you guy to call in and ask him, man. What do you do exactly? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. I mean, what exactly do you do? Oh, I write the best blog on the planet, www.ppc.bz. Okay. And I uh, also represent wickedfire.com, where we uh, have a fan page for Steve. Cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've seen that page. <laughs> cool, man. All right. Do you like it, dude? Do you like it? Oh, uh, <laughs> I must say you guys are very creative. Yeah. Very, very well, creative. Five, go check it out, wickedfire.com. Uh, there's also another website, uh, makemoneyonline.com. Okay. You actually had somebody offer to fly you. Uh, where was this thing at, guy? I was just trying to, where's this event you guys are doing? Affiliate Summit West in Vegas. Oh, in Vegas. Oh, fa- Wags. Wags. You got to yeah. reconsider, man. You got to reconsider, brother. Because that's fabulous Las Vegas. That's been yeah. the stomping grounds, man. You and I hit the dice table together, go get some Kino waitresses. We'd have some fun. <laughs> Yes, it sounds like a lot of fun, man. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate right, cool, man. you calling in. I'll check Make money out. Cool. Check it out. All right, thanks. I will. Definitely. Thanks, brother. Oh, Vinny, so, Vinny, you didn't see the Wicked Fire thread? No, they got... I didn't see no Wicked Fire. I thought it was a porn site when he said that. Oh, like, my God. Uh, I'm Suicide Girls or whatever that site is with the goth chick. Hey, I got a chick here. I don't know which one this is. I'm going to put her on. I don't know if it's, I don't know who, there we go. Man, Steve, you got some nice people calling in here, and nobody's saying nothing nice about me. I don't understand that. Hold on. I got a girl here. Go up. Where is she? Are you on the air, sweetheart, whoever you are? Hello. You're on the air, girl. Are you there, Wag? I'm here. She must have got disconnected. Huh. All right. She must have. Come back, Nikki. Come back. Okay. Well. Either that she went to the powder room or something. I don't, I don't know. know. She's off. Okay. Well, that's discouraging. We we're going to finally have our first. Uh... Wow. Boy, my switchboard's jammed. Um, all right. Well, Wags, what else here? If that girl comes back, I'll put you on. Um what else do you got? Let's take it home. I'm sorry to hear about that, man. You get a, you get somebody offers me a free trip to Vegas. I'm I'm going. If that dude wants me, I'm, I'm I'll bring some I'll bring some chicks. We'll go. I'll do it. Oh, believe I, me, I got fan clubs and shit out there. I didn't know that. I I didn't know it either. Um. <laughs> oh, anyway, so okay, so what else have I got? Yeah. All right. This kind of goes back to the smoke and mirrors thing. Yep. Um. A lot of new people. Uh. There's things out there that they see that they don't really realize what's going on behind the scenes. One of the things I want to talk about is the clickbank marketplace. Okay. Okay. I'm sure you've been there. I'm sure you've seen it. Okay. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely familiar with it. I just, yeah, I wasn't aware that you were. Are you selling products on there? Or are you doing products on affiliate marketing on there? Or what? Well, you know, I have my own products there, and I do sell affiliate products, but that's not even what I want to bring up because okay. that. This is something that a lot of people don't realize. Um, if you go to if you go to the Clickback Marketplace and like do a search and you know sort by popularity, you know you'll see the number one product and it's got like some kind of screwy gravity like 400, 500, or whatever. Okay, here's what people don't realize about these products. First of all, 
the top products in the cookback marketplace, when they get there, they literally get there overnight. And I'm going sh- to tell you how. Um, actually, I've, I've actually read. The only people that are going to know this are the people listening to this program right now. Cool, man. Break the, it out for us, bro. And the, and the people who got my book called Clickbank Buster. It's, okay. I'm not going to call it a scam. There's nothing illegal about it, and there's nothing unethical about it, but it shows you how people can manipulate the system. Basically, the way it works is this. Somebody who is you know, usually a big-name marketer will go looking through the ClickBank marketplace for a product that is selling fairly well. Not really great, but fairly well, like maybe around 50 or 60 in the listings. Okay. Okay. They will then contact the person who created the product and say, look, here's what we want you to do. We want you to create a similar product to this. We want you to use a different name, different title, Basically hijack it, repackage it, and put it back up. Yeah, exactly. Okay. They put it back. Okay, they put it back up. But here's what they do now. They get a cop. They get a master copywriter to write the sales page. Number one. Okay. Then what they do is they get a hold of a list broker. All right. Mm-hmm. And this guy, his sole purpose, his sole purpose in life is to send out an email to his list of like 100,000 people with the following. And this is how it basically reads. Okay, our new product is at the marketplace, blah, blah, blah. It pays 75% commission. Here's the ClickBank URL. Get out there, start promoting. Now, here's what happens. Most of the people who are looking at this product, okay, especially if it's a make money online product, they're looking, wow, I can just use my own affiliate link and buy this and get it for 75% off. Right. They're not, they're not thinking about promoting it. They don't give a crap about promoting the damn thing. They're just going to buy it for themselves to get it at basically 25% of cost. Well, what do you think happens when they do that? For every person that buys that product, that's one gravity point. I see. Okay. So in one day, you've got three, four, maybe 500 people that have purchased this product Nobody's actually promoted the damn thing, but it's number one in the clickback marketplace. So it's smoke and mirrors you're saying. They're saying they're manufacturing uh, the gravity scores on a lot of these products. Yep. So now what happens is an affiliate goes there looking for a top product to sell. They see this product and go, ooh, wow, this thing's selling really great. <laughs> Except it's not selling at all. That's interesting. Uh, my friend James J. Jones, who uh, does micro niche fun, niche, I was about to say niche. Real men don't say niche. Uh, micro niche finder. Um, he's real versed on ClickBank, and I'll have to run that by him. That's pretty interesting. I don't know if he's listening or not, but that's pretty cool. That's pretty interesting. Well, you know, the reason that I know this is because I was actually one of the people approached to do this. Really? Yeah. Yes, a couple of years ago, I was actually approached to do this. I was explaining the whole system, exactly how it works. And I will be honest with you, I was going to actually go through with it. I was. But you're going to sell out, Wags. I, that's I was going to, yeah, I was going to sell out. But <laughs> I guess, I don't know, I guess maybe God said, no, Steve, you, you're not meant for this. Uh, it's not, you know, you, you're, you're too good for this crap. Right. At the last minute, the guy who called me called me back and said, forget it, we're pulling the plug, we're pulling the plug in the project. Okay. Now, I had gotten everything done already. The product was all finished. They had you hook, line, and sinker on dry land. You was ready to bite, too, weren't you? Yep. Yeah, yep. I agree, yeah. And you know what? Uh, you know what? I understand. After that, after that, 
I really had a chance to think about it. I said, you know what? I am so glad that it didn't go through. Now, I now that I know the system, I mean, I could I could do this. I could, you know, I have a big enough name that I could actually call people up and say, hey, look, you know, do this and do this and do that. Right. You know, we'll hook you. I won't do it. I personally won't do it. I'm teaching people how to do it if they want to. Like I said, it's not illegal and it's not really unethical, but it really is one hell of a way to manipulate the clickback marketplace. Well, I think that's a marketable product because, like I said, in this day and age, I mean, if you can, if something works, and like you said, if it's not, if it's not illegal and it's not unethical, I say go for it. So I, I, I don't, I don't personally have any issue with it at all. So, you know, good for you. I mean, if you've got if you've got an insight onto something that's going to work, I had a question about your AdSense product. How do you do when you do those blogger blogs? You put your AdSense up with you know your hot trends of the day. How are you able to get indexed that fast to where it makes any you know to where you're getting the clicks? Well, you know, Google actually indexes those those sites very very quickly. But you know what? That's not where you get your initial traffic from. Right. The initial traffic comes from bookmarking the pages. Going to every single bookmark. Postal sites. Yeah, that's right. I remember yeah. that in your product. I like that product, by the way. I did. That's one I actually got from you. Uh, that so was good. What happens is, after a while, say, and I'll, for example, there's this one trend that I did back in October of 2008. Um, the actual trend um, lookup was adult ADD is real. Yeah. I, I, when I first saw it, I said, what the hell? I mean, who would even look up something like this? But I took a chance on it. Well, Two years later, okay, actually a year and three months later, I'm still getting clicks on this blog. I can't okay, believe yeah. it. Well, that's a pretty yeah. tight. That's a niche thing, though, man. That's and and I bet the click. I, I don't know what. What are they? What are they? Um, what are they paying on that? I mean, oh my God! It's like it's like three bucks a shot. Wow. Yeah. That means so, Yeah. Wow. So now imagine if 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 you let's say for example that you did a a, a, a trend a day. And maybe 40% of them really hit it off big. Right. So you're talking about 12 trends a month that really take off. Well, in a year, don't they? Don't they? Doesn't the trend have to stick? I mean, my point is, if the trend is like Paris Hilton gets robbed or something like that, that's something that might be here today, gone tomorrow. Are you looking for trends that are going to have a little more lasting value? Because I think you'd almost have to in order to get the site indexed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. You you, you do. I like for another one that has lasted for me was when Levi Stubbs died. That's another big one for me. Wow. That is, okay. I'm getting clicks constantly on that because um, people are always going to be into the four tops and are always going to be into him. Uh, sure, there are going to be trends that die out really quick, but you know what? The really really hot ones, like the entertainment ones, oh my God, the traffic you can get for them is yeah, unbelievable. So, so you can make an yeah, you can make enough money in one day. It doesn't even matter if it drops steady after that. Interesting. No, it's interesting. I know a guy that's doing very well with AdSense. I mean, doing some sick numbers. Name's Terrence, and it's. I was stunned when I saw what he was doing with just uh, a couple sites, and uh, it's interesting. All right, Waggers. Um, I've got some Super Bowl tickets I got on load here in a few minutes to somebody that's coming to pick them up. I want, why don't you close out with a little Mr. Bojangles? And I want to thank you for coming on. And uh, this was actually, uh, it was interesting. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I'm going to be mailing you my stuff and take a look at it, get it out there, good stuff. And I appreciate you coming on with the, uh, with the uh, not feeling, you know, I know you're not feeling 100% and stuff. So hit me up with a little Bojangles, and uh, we'll take it out from there. All right. Um, let me get my pitch pipe. Wait a minute. Ready? Here we go. You got it, baby. Go for it. New man Bojangles and he danced for you in worn out shoes. Take it on, baby. 
silver hair and raggy shirt and baggy pants. The old soft shoe. Mr. He jumped so high, jumped so high. Then he lightly touched down. I met him in a cell in New Orleans. I was down and out. He looked to me to be the eyes of age. As he spoke right out, he talked of life, talked of life. He laughed and clicked his heels and stepped. He said his name, Bojangles, and he danced a lick. Across the cell, he grabbed his pants and spread his hands. Oh, he jumped so high. And then he clicked his heels. He let go and laugh, let go and laugh. He shook back his clothes all around. Mr. Bojangles. Mr. Bojangles, Mr. Bojangles, dance. How's that, Vinny? Wag Wags, you're a legend, brother. <laughs> and with that, Steve Wags has left the building here, I guess. I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Vince. You have a great one, my friend. Thank you, brother. Take care. Bye-bye. Guys, thank you. Uh, it's been a long show. i got to go uh, load these Super Bowl ticks. That means I got a little money coming in today. As always, may you live to see the dawn, may all your dreams come true, and may you always remain forever young. I appreciate it. Good night. God bless.